Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to the Real Talk Podcast, where we will have chill conversations about life and talk about relatable life experiences, share tips, wisdom, and truth. The truth, hoping that this would be a great reminder and shift as we walk through life. Parang may bumalik sa akin na never ko nalaman na nawala pala. I felt like no one have to tell me that I am beautiful during that season. That he's so patient with me even when I said yes to him already because of him, because of this relationship. Hello guys, welcome back to the Real Talk podcast. And so today, we won't have any guest again. Um, I just want to sit here with you, with everyone. Um, because I wanted to also share my testimony about how I found Jesus. Because siguro many of you who have been listening to the podcast and to the YouTube podcast videos that I've been releasing, na bakit ba sobrang bidang-bida ko si Jesus? Bakit ba sobrang mahal ko siya? Bakit ba sobrang... Bakit ba lagi akong nagsishare about him, about his love and about his grace to me and to my family and to my friends? Siguro sobrang vague sa inyo lang na and weird na I've been sharing about him and how in my encounters in the miracles that I've been, that I've seen. Um at first, I really thought na God and Jesus is just a religion. Na yes, um I felt na I have that kind of, um, you know, I pray because my my parents would say so. I pray because I felt I felt it's right, it's good. Yes, at certain level, it gives me peace. Um, before and I can say na um I have this habit of casually talking to God na whenever I feel so lonely and alone. I have those kind of moments. But um, for sure, at the back of my head, I really felt na he's far away. He's nowhere. Parang, I have this mentality na he's, he's just right there in heaven. And I even have this question na, ang dami-dami namin, Lord, paano mo naman kaya maki- maririnig lahat ng mga prayers ko? Yung mga, at yung mga prayers ng ibang tao, if I feel like mas importante pa yung prayers nila more than my prayers. And so, sometimes it's nonsense for me to pray. So, sometimes I don't do it. <laughs> I mean, most of the time, I don't do it. And then come high school, yung Christian living na, na subject namin ng high school, because I studied at a Catholic school, so, um, meron kaming ganong subject perfect ko minsan, not because I wholeheartedly wanted it and I understand what we were talking about. But I perfected those exams because I memorized. I wanted to get high grades. Yon. So, I really thought na box lang siya sa four corners ng simbahan. Na dun ko lang siya makakausap na, oh yes, I pray outside, but you know, the ultimate place where I can encounter him is inside the church lang. Back in my elementary days or even kindergarten days, I thought to myself that na mahina ako na 
my my brother is excelling from from his class um he's my younger brother and then ako lagi akong mahiyain lagi akong hindi nakikipagparticipate lagi akong i felt like i was just alone uh, don't get me wrong because i have a loving family sobrang grateful ko kay god na ever since hindi niya ako pinabayaan na alam niya yung mga weaknesses ko That's why he put me in a family that's so loving, that's so supportive, and that pushes me all the way. But I was the kind of kid who's so shy and timid. And then, yun, yung pagkamahiyaan ko, lalo siya nag-boost ng elementary when we were enrolled to a private school where every one of my classmates were excelling. Um, and I was one of those bottom students na talagang hindi makabasa. Grade one, grade two. I don't know how to read. I don't know. I don't want to learn. Um, I felt like that was um, that was me. I don't have interest in learning at all. Ayun pa rin. I kept on comparing myself to my brother that he's so smart, na nag-excel siya, paborito siya ng mga teacher kasi lagi niyang alam yung mga sagot. Pero ako, I always ended up na lagi akong dinadala sa remedial classes ng mom namin. Tapos, ginagawa ko, tumatakas ako. <laughs> tumatakas ako. Kasi ayoko lang talaga yung setup na I have other kids from other classes inside a room. Tapos, I felt like pagagalitan lang ako. Feeling ko mapapahiya lang ako lalo. And so, when we were transferred from private school to um, public school, uh, hindi ko alam, out of nowhere, siguro napagtripan ng mga bata. I was bullied by my guy classmates. So, tinatawag nila akong kabayo. Sa Ilocano, kabalyo. That's the term, kabalyo. Yung self-esteem ko ng pagiging mahina bilang bata na hindi ako matalino tulad ng brother ko. Plus yung pagbubuli sa akin ng mga kids back then, yung mga classmates ko. Parang it piled up. So, mas lumala pa yung pagiging introvert ko. Mas lumala pa yung um, mindset ko na if you don't talk to me, I will not talk to you. So, after nung nabuli ako, um, I I kind of strive to to fit in. I tried studying. I tried learning. And so I didn't expect na magiging top 10 ako ng class during that time. Nakaka-transfer ko lang. At some point doon ako nag doon ako nag-lean in nung acceptance na ah, kapag ka-pinush ko pa to ng pinush, pag na-feel nila na matalino ako, pag na-feel nila na magaling ako, hindi na nila kaapihin. Parang i-accept na nila ako kahit new girl ako, ganun. So, I kept on doing that um, from L- from grade 3 hanggang grade 6. And there's this one time din ng elementary school na our class is part of a competition. One practice session, yung dance teacher pointed to me and said, ano ba naman, ang kabisote mong gumalaw. Ganun, yung pagkaka, sabi niya sa akin. And so, I felt like, <laughs> I felt attacked yung pagpo-prove ko sa sarili ko, it all, parang mas na-shatter pa siya lalo. <laughs> Sobrang dilim lang ng elementary school days ko na I would just go inside um, my room and then I would just look in the mirror and um, speak to that person in the mirror na ang pangit mo, mamatay ka na. And I've been, I, I've thought of a lot of things on how to end my own life. 
that was elementary. Parang yung room was filled with darkness. Literally, ah, I I saw this na filled with darkness and every time that I would I would just look in the mirror and out of nowhere I will just cry. May mga nakita akong visions ng bongo, yung bongo, yung skull. That's dark yung buong room. And I even envision myself na nakabitin sa room. Sometimes I would think of getting a knife and stabbing myself. One time I remember begging to my mom na mag-transfer na lang ako to another school nearby. Pero parang um nasaktan lang din ako when she said na ano bang ginagawa mo sa sarili mo anak? Kung nasasaktan ka, mas nasasaktan ako, sabi niya ganun. Uh, gusto mo bang ilipat na kita ng school? Sa so, sobrang takot ko nun sa mundo, hindi ako pumayag. Mas hindi ako pumayag na lumipat ng school kasi I felt like mas mas lalala yung sitwasyon ko nang may iba naman na gagawa nun sa akin sa ibang school. So yun, I stayed up until 6th grade. Ended up na I was third honors or fourth yata. I can't remember. Akala ko, parang may maipagmamalaki na ako sa sarili ko. Pero back then, I was just so empty pa din of what people might say again about me. I went to high school. So for three years, I only have three friends. And I felt like I'm the invisible kid back in high school. Basta lagi ang feel ko na every time people would see me, they will see horse instead of my face. Ang nasa isip ko is, uh, nakikita nilang mukha ko, mukha, literal mukhang kabayo. So every time that I would walk dun sa corridor, lagi akong nakayuko. Tapos, I was just so quiet. First year high school pala, I'm already getting my identity from being part of the top 10 ng class. So, First year high school, I was already expecting myself to be part of that. Studying so hard for it. I got 78 sa math class. Literally, I know that I put my all back then. And so, I was at home crying. And I was saying to myself, na ang bobo-bobo ko. Kasi obviously, with that kind of grade, hindi ka mapapasok sa top 10. I made sure that I will be part of it. And I did. I'm Until second year, third year, I was like that. Fourth year, of course, I was still like that. But fourth year, something happened. That I feel like that's my first time having my hair rebonded. <laughs> If you guys remember that those years na super um, hype no rebonding, na every girl... Is with straight hair. Um, it was my first time being noticed. Na iba yung hair ko during that time. So they thought that I was a new girl. Kasi nga, hindi ako pansinin. I felt like no one sees me, or if there are people who sees me, it's all about my ugly face. So my classmates started noticing me. One of my classmates, parang nominated me as the muse of the class. Kasi ang weird lang for me na bakit kailangan dalawa yung muse. Eh, pwede naman isa lang. So, meron ng initially may isa na. Tapos, may dagdag pa daw na isa. I don't understand. Sobrang skeptical ako and doubtful with all of their compliments na sinasabi nila na they voted me because they see me as 
beautiful. And I was just so doubtful. Hindi, ikaw ba naman, pinaniwalaan mo sa sarili mo ever since high school na you look like a horse, tapos nagpa-straight ka lang ng buhok, parang they would see you as, I don't know. During that time, I started to, I was already gaining approval, not just from being top list of the class. I also lean towards being seen. Unti-unti. I can't really say na yung confidence ko is nag-build up. Uh, siguro yes in a certain way. Pero I still felt so doubtful about myself. I was still the quiet girl. I was still um, doing my best to be on top of the class. Um, mas marami na yung friends ko. Um, college. Um, I started getting approval from Shepre hindi na top 10 being a dense lister so i really strive for that i work hard for that i join as much organizations as i can so i joined um theater i joined dance troupe i joined band you acoustic band sa, sa school and then um, people or schoolmates began to to know me as the girl who performs. A lot of people know me already. Pero still, yung mindset ko is ganun pa rin na I'm the ugly girl. Um, I'm the one who has to prove myself first before having that kind of audience and friends. Sobrang nagpile up yung insecurities back then. Nawala yung, yung pagkamahiyain. Hindi naman ako super duper extrovert. I'm still... I'm still the silent girl, pero I already know how to perform. I already know how to put myself out there. But my my mind still tells me that I'm worthless. Whenever hindi ako nakakasama sa dance lister, pag may mga semesters na ganun, I will just feel devastated. <laughs> I'll just feel so broken that I'm already expecting from day one na to kailangan magsunog ng kilay and kailangan up until the end I will have that kind of recognition. Nag-squeeze in dun sa school days ko yung lahat ng insecurities and anxieties and stress and all. Nung working na, I almost became part of a relationship na I thought that will give me worth. Siyempre, at first, I thought that it will give me worth. Na kahit toxic yung yung mga conversations and yung literal na relationship namin. I still depended my identity in there. Pero I know in my heart that it felt wrong. I still felt empty even if um, he is encouraging me. I, I, feel, I still felt empty even if he's um, trying to build me up. And my insecurity would get To our conversations, I'm super grateful that it didn't last. And ang naging leaning ko ng identity ko and self-worth, yung work, yung tawag dito, title sa work. I was offered to be an operations head of a startup restaurant. Um, at the back of my head, I have that pride na, wow, I'm in this position as an operations head. I'm handling... 12 people na who are who are older than me um i'm handling 
the kitchen staff, I'm handling the dining staff and other roles in the admin. I was prideful, but at the same time, I felt so empty and didn't know where to go in my career. I came again to the point that I wanted to end my life. felt so devastated even if I was given that position. felt like I have to prove myself every single day. For them to know na ang bata ko bilang maging operations head of the restaurant. And I'm leading these people and they're calling me ma'am. Rolling out their payroll. You know, the pride of giving them their salary at the age of 21 years old. To be honest, I'm barely saving during that time. Kasi ang baba din ang sakod ko. Super stressful in my heart and in my mind. Felt um, alone in the journey without any reason. I felt like I want to resign. But at the same time, I was thinking na kung mag-resign ako, saan ako pupulutin? Walang direction yung career ko. Um, this is the only experience that I have. Yes, it has a title on it. But I felt like I'm not for this kind of thing. And so if you were to ask me, I am grateful that I got to experience that with the hotel years and um, people in the restaurant. Sobrang respect. Kasi I've been there. But anyway, nung year pa na yon, it started yung massive breakout ko sa mukha. Severe acne. Parang yung usual na tigyawat ng teenager is five times sa akin during that time. Uh, mas lalo akong na-feel down. One time my roommate um, came to me and told me, bakit parang ang dilim ng aura mo? Ganun. Sabi niya, ano ate, baka pagod lang ako, sabi ko. Ang weird lang kasi, sinabi ko yon kakagaling lang sa Christmas break. So, dapat I look rested. Should at least feel pa din yung holidays. So, we talk. Uh, para she was kind of telling me na para kang kinners. In Tagalog, guys, kulam. Akala ko, dahil lang sa dami ng tigyawat ko sa mukha. Ano, hindi lang daw dahil dun sa physical appearance ko during that time. But she is seeing different in my eyes. She's saying na I'm, I have a different spirit. I am possessed during that time. Siguro that's a better way to explain it. But I'm feeling myself. I know that I know how I feel. I feel so empty. I feel so alone, depressed, suicidal during that time and feeling like I'm nowhere to go. I was already praying in my head na our father paulit-ulit, paulit-ulit while we were talking. Na parang sinasabi niya nga dun sa um, ibang spirit daw sa akin na mas masarap mabuhay kung nabubuhay kang may takot sa Diyos, itigil mo na tong ginagawa mo. Sabi niyang ganun. Tapos, I remember we prayed after. Yun, remind lang ako to always pray, ganyan. Tapos, guys, you won't believe this. That's the first night ever that I rested well. So, yung four hours na tulog ko, I felt like that was the longest hour of sleep that I've ever got my entire life. Feeling ko, 8 hours to 12 hours ako natutulog. I was smiling when I woke up. Because Sunday yon kinabukasan. Yung cousin ko, pinuntahan ko, she invited me to this gathering. Pero I, I know naman that it's her church. I've been to a Christian church with my uh, with my relatives in Batangas. And I felt so good after the service. Now, not just because of music, but... I know that something's already working inside of me. Hindi naman in a way na deceiving or what. No, not at all. But I just felt the warmth, the love, and the welcome. Nung in-invite ako nung, nung cousin ko to attend her church community in Metrowalk, 
Uh, I said yes. Kasi sobrang weird lang nung, nung Christmas break na yun. She was telling us na namimiss niya na yung church. Kinanong ko siya, kailan ka ba last nag-church? Sabi niya, last Sunday. What? Last Sunday? Sabi ko ba, last Sunday lang? Sanamiss mo na ang church? That's so weird. I didn't really told her that. But that gave me an interest in my head na why on earth? Does she miss um, a church that she attended on Sunday? So, but in a way, I also feel like something in me wants to experience again that experience that I got from Batangas. Counting backstory, the building is actually not really a church, but it's a bar. They rent nila tong bar na to in Metro Walk to help their services, and I was just I was so amazed how welcoming the people are. Na that's how I felt with Sabatangas, yung welcome, warmth, sa kalaw ng people, and that's also how I felt in this church. So we were there. I didn't know that it was their anointing week. So anointing week for them is lahat ng people will be prophesied over, meaning service wherein you will be prayed for. That's the first time that I was prayed for, like one-on-one prayer. I didn't, hindi ko sinabi doon sa magpe-pray sa akin kung ano yung pinagdadaanan ko during that time kasi bago lang ako nun. So what, what would I say? I don't even know how to explain that I'm feeling so down and I'm feeling so depressed and suicidal during that time. Bigla siyang nag-pray na lang. And then she said na God is calling me to jump into the waters with Him. That He just loves me so much and that I am valued. I have my worth and that's from Him. And that, hindi ko na maalala yung ibang parts ng prayer. Pero sobrang nalusaw yung puso ko nun. Hindi ko na actually marinig yung ibang part ng prayer niya. But I was just literally crying. I was crying and crying and crying. And even habang nagsit-service, um, nagsit-church service, I was just crying. And I felt that cry isn't just a cry wherein I was just hurt or I was just touched. Kasi kung ta- na-touch lang ako, maluluha lang ako eh. Pero I was crying. I felt like something in me was released, was lifted up. And I felt something in me was freed. I felt something in me was parang may bumalik sa akin na never ko nalaman na nawala pala. And when, at first, I really don't understand what it is about this. But when... Um, Pastor James said na if you don't have any relationship with God, with Jesus yet, He is so ready and open arms to to receive you right now, to get your yes because He's been waiting for you all along and He wants you to experience His love more than ever, something in those lines. And if you are that person, just raise your hand. I raised my hand while I was crying. <laughs> And that's the start. I felt like even if people might see me as one, siguro obvious, one of the obvious people that they saw because of all my breakouts. But I felt so beautiful inside. I felt like no one had to tell me that I am beautiful during that season. But I felt freedom. I felt unexplainable love from God. I felt that I don't have... I don't need another relationship to fill me up or I don't need any recognition. I mean, it's not that 100% instantly I'm shifted. 
but I felt like I'm on that 180. Yes, pero I know in my heart that I'm still in the journey of um figuring things out. And so, and dami pang nangyari from the past few years that I never I thought that I was healed already from that day one that I said yes to Jesus. Pero ang dami pa niyang dinil na hindi ko na hindi ko na-expect sa heart ko na kailangan pa pala naming ideal sa isa't isa. And sobrang ano lang, sobrang grateful ko lang na he's not forcing me everything all at the same time. That he's so patient with me even when I said yes to him already. Nakala ko when I said yes to him, I should already be perfect. But I will never be perfect. I will ne- never be perfect at all. That's why I needed him. That's why I needed the perfect God. That's why I needed his kindness and his grace and his love every single day. Because I already accepted to myself that I'm a human. I will stumble pa rin. Of course, I will. I know my boundaries. I know that I love Jesus and that just automatically translates to everything that um I do. Um, Like this podcast, like this you're listening to this right now that's the fruit the fruit of those things that happened before is this that you're listening to this right now um ang dami nangyari ang dami pa ding prophecy na nangyari all throughout prayers na nangyari all all throughout um life events na nangyari all throughout i can say that i'm walking in this journey not from a position na deprived, depressed. But I'm already walking in this journey with Jesus. Na feeling ko, kahit na I have a, lo- a long way to go, that it's it's with Him, it's with joy, it's with peace, it's with love, it's with overwhelm with so many testimonies that I'm witnessing, overwhelm with the love that I'm witnessing from God through His people. I can't really explain it. Ang daming nangyari. Even with my family, even with my closest family members na there's a lot lot of testimonies that really shifted because of him because of this relationship because of this relationship that I'm sharing to you all of the wisdom that he has given me not self-righteous wisdom but literally from him because hindi ko rin ito masasabi lahat kung ako lang sa totoo lang hindi din ako magkaka courage to share to you that this testimony if ako lang kasi if i were to choose it i would i would just keep it to myself because that's the easiest way to do to be safe not to be judged by other people who will listen to this or maybe in the future that's my jesus testimony i know it's a lot lot i'm super grateful that i got to experience this to share this and i hope that this is gonna be a shift for someone i'm not saying for you to force your force yourself to be part of a church but i'm saying na if you don't have that kind of church to be plugged in if you're skeptical of that you may reach out on me um i will not force you to join any church at all i can assure you one thing that i will just encourage you for that relationship with jesus that um you can even go straight directly to him and ask him all your questions ask him all the things that you want to ask because he's just waiting for your yes and not just for your yes but for your intentional heart to ask him all of the things that needs to be asked yon and even your heartaches you can all share it to him go tell it 
tell it to him because for sure he will shift everything for you because he don't want you to be suffering for the rest of your life. That's not what he's for. Lang, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I know that it's kind of heavy, but it's freeing and it's loving. That's Jesus. Just to put a disclaimer out there that life will still happen. We don't want to water down all of the things that's truly happening right now. Like the coronavirus, mayhem is out there in other countries and other places. But I just want to assure you that once you've already said yes to him, these things may not stop just because we are living in a fallen world which has a lot of sin and that's all consequences of sin. And that's the reason why he has come. That's the reason why he wants to save you. That's the reason why he wants to have a relationship with you because this world is so imperfect. All of the things that we are trying to carry in our heart. He wants every single bit of that. He wants to carry it for you because he's he has already those those things has already been put in that grave. And when he rises, he has risen with you, with your new man, with your peaceful and joyful heart. And he wants to teach you and he wants to also be patient with you. And so, yeah, that's just a little disclaimer out there because I also don't want it to make you feel that everything will be perfect when you said yes to him. It will be a much better life for sure. It will be a life with purpose. Um, if you wanted a community to pray with you, to be accountable with you, it will be encouraging if you will be part of a community that will that genuinely has the heart of Jesus to love you and be there for you and pray with you and be accountable with you and, you know, be honest with all of the things that you have to deal with. They are not perfect at all. But again, none of us are perfect. God is the only perfect. And that's the reason why. And He has given you the Holy Spirit to discern, to feel in your heart that He speaks in you, that He speaks through people. So yeah, I guess that's what I just wanted to say. I'm super excited. You're having already a revelation of who Jesus is and not just who Jesus is, but genuine relationship with Him and what it means like to really have your first love back with you. Bye. See you next time.